This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you would live like Jesus and share his love. In this episode of Radiant Reflections, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Josh unpack Ryan's message from April 5th, 2020. This was taken from the Dangerous, a Church Unleashed series. As you listen today, you'll be challenged to be generous even in the midst of difficulty, specifically with your neighbors, your friends, and your family. Now, here's Ryan and Josh. Hey, everybody. My name is Josh, one of the pastors at Radiant Life Church, and I want to welcome you to the maiden voyage, really, of our Radiant Reflections podcast. I'm here with uh, my friend and colleague and boss, uh, Pastor Ryan Bibb. That's a great way to put it. I like that. All of those hats. But hey everyone, glad you guys are joining in. Yeah, we're uh, we're excited. This is just an opportunity. And this might look different week to week, really. But, uh, but today we want to do a little bit deeper of a dive. Uh, I don't know when you're listening to this, but for us, the date is April 5. And, and Pastor Ryan just gave a message about inspiring generosity. So we wanted to do a little bit more of a deep dive into that topic uh, to kind of maybe give you a little bit more insight, maybe give you some more tools that you can use, that kind of thing. So that's kind of our, our topic today. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're excited. This is, this is kind of cool. I, I'm enjoying having this microphone right in my face. Yeah, I kind of feel like who's that? Who's that guy on Batman or whatever? Like he's got like something all up in his grill. I kind of feel like him. I don't know Bane. Batman. Bane. Batman. Bane. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot cool. of electronics in our face, but yeah, it's cool it's though. Fun. We're gonna. We probably sound like a million bucks out there because JB is working his magic, and uh, yeah, it's good. So uh, Ryan, you know, right now we're in the midst of this COVID nineteen. Uh, I mean, we've we've all seen the pictures on social media. If you're on social media, uh, of you know the store shelves emptied of toilet paper, of canned goods, of frozen food, all of this. Uh, it seems like people right now are 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 tempted to be the opposite of generous. Yep. Uh, do you think that's really the case? And kind of why? I mean, if so, like, why do you think that is? And if you don't think that's reality. Like what, what would you point to to kind of indicate that that isn't, you know, people aren't really, you know, avoiding being generous right now. Sure. I don't, I think when COVID-19, when we really hit this and whether, whatever side you're on, whether you think the media has overblown this or whether you think this is a real thing and you're scared, um, there's a, there's a sense out, there's a real virus out there that's killing people. And I think in the midst of when COVID-19 hit, I think it's human nature to do some self-preservation. Uh, preservation. Preservation. One of those. Self-preservation. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Right? Where you got to figure out, it's like survive. Mm. And so I think when that happened, like everyone ran out to the stores and yeah, bought all the toilet paper, which still... I don't know why toilet paper. I still don't understand why toilet paper. Um, but they ran out there, and um, I think just in general, there's the human nature to be selfish. Hmm. Uh, I, I think it's part of the fall, though, um, when creation and Adam and Eve, it goes all the way back to Genesis and the whole fall, that we, are, we watch out for us. 
But we know that's not the image of God within us. It's always love God and love others. And so I think right now we may be tempted to watch out for self. Mm-hmm. To, yes, perhaps, um, I'm not going to be a time of generous. And I think it's also, it's hard to be generous when you yourself are impacted by COVID-19, mm-hmm. like a job for layoff. Sure. Oh, yeah. Right? Like where, how am I supposed to be generous then? I don't have income coming in. I'm laid off for who knows how long now. Um, so I think it's it's human nature, but the we know God's heart behind it is, hey, whether we are facing COVID-19 or we're doing life as normal, uh, like before March, moving into March, it's just, I think it's human instinct to look out for self, but we know God's heart is look out for others. Yeah. And so, you, I mean, you hit on something here with the, you know, with the, all the layoffs with, I mean, the jobless numbers are through the roof right now uh, in the United States and, and probably globally as well. Um, but you talk about how man, people, they have limited resources. Sometimes I think when we talk about generosity, people think to be generous, you have to have an abundance of resources, whether that's money or, or other resources. Mm-hmm. Is that the reality and, and really, does Scripture give us any insights into that? Like, do, do I have to have, you know, like a well-padded bank account right. in order to be generous? Right. I, I, I think there is something out there in our culture today that generosity equals money. And that's not the case. It's just we've bought into that mindset, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also generosity equal money. It's also the easy thing to go to. Like if, if you are well off financially, I think it's an easy thing to give money. It's easy that way. So I think it just default that happens, but it's not the only way. I mean, we're going to get into a further discussion, but there are so many ways to also in the midst of this to be generous outside of money, outside of just a financial mindset. I mean, when, when I brought that message, you know, we looked at 2 Corinthians chapter 8, and it's this Macedonian churches, right? It's in northern Greece, present-day Greece, and we're told they're in poverty, but yet they're giving. And they're giving in more than just their money. They're giving themselves away and helping and whatever. But I found it so fascinating, that story and what those Macedonian churches are going through, that Severe trial, and like I said at the message, how does that relates to us today? They're in poverty, yet they're still being they're being generous. They're overflowing with joy and they're exceeding in generosity. So that tells us it's not always financially related, because they have poverty, meaning part of that is lack of financial funds, but yet there's still overwhelming generosity that's coming from them. Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, what was it this past November? We did our series called Bring on the Blessings. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, right, you had brought up a stat that actually some of the most generous people in our society are, are not the ones that we might think, oh, hey, the people with the most money are going to be the most generous. Right. Uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, but that was not the case, right? The, the people with, with in lower socioeconomic uh, status, they tended to be a little bit more generous. Yeah. So. That's what, um, it was Forbes magazine or some wealth magazine noticed that the, the most generous are those that have the least amount of income, mm. which is ironic. You would think like, oh, I have lots of money, if you will. I have uh, financial 
blessing, if you will, uh, they will be more generous. But the more money you get, actually, Forbes magazine says the more stingy you are with the money. Mm-hmm. And I said it on, on Sunday morning in the last message. I said, I think a stingy Christian ought to be extinct. We ought to be defined by love and generosity. That is the heart of God. That's the heart of our Father. And uh, there are so many other ways just to to give outside of the financial means. Yeah, which and we're not trying to diminish it all. I mean, because there are people that that do awesome things with their finances and, and they're super generous financially. Right. Uh, yep. We're not trying to diminish that at all. Um, just kind of looking at uh, a more holistic approach to generosity for those of us that might think well hey i don't have you know a a super padded bank account so i I don't think i can be generous right because there's a lot of people that live paycheck to paycheck Mm -hmm. and again for whatever reason culture says generosity equals money and and it's and it's not there's other other means but man there are people who have that financial means that have been giving generously and that is incredible and god has blessed them with that in that area. And so they want to live to give. They want to be a blessing to others through that. And that's awesome. And if that's you, keep doing that because the God, God has given you stuff. There are, it's just, I think it's almost like a spiritual gifting that you are just so good with that. And God knows the more I give to you in this area of finances, I know the more you'll give out. Right. Yeah. So coming off of this morning's message, which for those of you that are this is the first time you've ever kind of come across Radiant Life stuff. You can hear all of our messages. If you go to the radiantlife.church slash media, you'll be able to access all of our messages. Uh, but in the message this morning, you know, you kind of challenged people to to find ways to be generous, right? We, we want to challenge people, uh, you know, Jesus followers, to think creatively and find creative ways to build God's kingdom through generosity. Let's get kind of nuts and bolts here. What does that mean? Like, what does it mean to find these creative ways? Give it, give us some examples or, you know, like what is, unpack that for us. Yeah. Well, one of the, the huge thing is we're living into this post-Christian culture today where people aren't necessarily flooding to go within a church building. They want to see the move of God first. Um, And so I had mentioned a, a little bit ago, you know, a couple Sundays ago, you and I read a book together, and it was this major theme was show, then tell. Mm. And it's all about today, the, the, with it living us, living into this post Christian um, culture that America is living into now. There's so many skeptics, and they want to see you living out your faith. Mm. Not just come in on a Sunday morning and do the, if you will, the ritual thing, but live it out. And so what are creative ways to live out the hands and feet of Jesus? And some of it can be as simple as going and just be generous. Go mow your neighbor's lawn. Now, that's my go-to because I love mowing. I love being out there. (laughs) And I started mowing a couple of our neighbor's lawns for them. And I love it. And they tried offering me things. And I'm like, no, I don't like, I'm just doing it for free. Love you guys. Love on you. And just being there, but it started a relationship now. And now eventually, Lord willing, that relationship will bloom into trust and then they're going to be seeking. And most people know that around me where I live, that I'm the pastor of Radiant Life Church. Like people understand that. So some people try to avoid me and, <laughs> and other people, um, 
want to have a discussion, which is awesome. But simple things, simple things of, uh, I remember it snowed a couple months ago. It snowed and I had to do some something. I don't remember what it was. And I just had my kids. I said, look over there. And we know that that elderly person lives at that house. I said, how can you guys be generous right now? And they understood we should go over there and shovel. Right. And so the kids walked across the street and shoveled this elderly lady's sidewalk and driveway and then just left. It's just showing God's love to people, even in the most simple, practical ways. So it always isn't this big thing. It can be the small things. And, you know, what's really cool right now with, with COVID-19 and, and everyone doing this stay home, stay safe, is parents right now, you have an opportunity to practice generosity and, and in a sense, model generosity to your kids, but also now to get them, to get their ideas, say, hey, kids, what's something that we can do to be generous to the people around us, to, to neighbors or, you know, to people in your community? And here's the beauty. We're in springtime. There's spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. I was just looking out, out my bedroom window and I saw our neighbor who has a fence. There's ton of tons of leaves still just, you know, up against the fence. And I'm sitting there going, that's an easy way to just be generous to go over there and rake that for them, clean that up. And all of a sudden, you know, within a month, you're going to see people out trying to mow or whatever. So the small, simple ways, especially spring cleaning right now, it's just, it's awesome. I'm thankful that COVID-19 came now and not like, Three months ago when it was freezing cold <laughs> and right. snow and we couldn't, we didn't we want to go outside. At least now we can go outside and grab a breath of fresh air and walk and do those things. But it, it starts simple. It starts simple. And, and I think one of the other aspects of this, though, is, is you can do all these simple you know, acts of generosity, but you can also do things on a, on a bigger scale if you collaborate and cooperate with other people. Like, un- yep. talk about that a little bit here uh, this morning just to give people some ideas of, hey, how could I, in a sense, network with the other people around me to you know, increase uh, the impact that they're yeah. having? Here's where I'm going to promote our life groups right here is, man, living in community. Uh, we have a saying around here, the bigger we get, the smaller we have to get. So as our attendance increases, we need community. We need to get into small groups, which here at Radiant Life, we call our life groups. There's a need for that. So imagine on that Sunday, you receive that envelope with money in it. Man, call up the, someone else in your life group to say, hey, were you, were you able to get one of the, that envelope? And put your minds together and figure out, man, $60 can go a long way for groceries. Mm. I mean, there is someone we know whether it's a family member, a friend, a coworker, a neighbor, someone we know that probably right now in the midst of COVID-19 has been laid off or is suffering in some sort of fashion, whether it's food or just illness, something that we can put our money together and go buy, literally buy them their groceries, buy or pay their mortgage if you can put enough money together in bigger ways. Uh, what you could also do is get out there and, hey, eventually oil changes need to happen in vehicles. And I'm sure most of us aren't using our vehicles maybe a whole lot right now, and we're getting awesome gas mileage because we're just not <laughs> using them perhaps. I've had the same gas in my tank for the last month. <laughs> there you go. And so people can get together that way and put their money together and buy the oil, buy the filters. I don't even know how much that costs, but you can get together that way and just do do things that way. I mean, here, here's the scary thing is, 
I, I realize that we want to jump into generosity because we know it's the right thing. We know it's God's heart. But not jump into it too quick where almost like, I, I've said it, we aren't at the crisis of COVID-19 yet. And so what does that look like to maybe, maybe for some of us, we know the need right now. Let's go fill it, right? Let's go give it, give it, give it. Um, but maybe for some of us, you're going to sit back and I don't know the need, but you're sitting back a week or two and there's the greater crisis is happening. And now you're like, uh-oh, now I really do know family and friends and neighbors who are really hurting. And I know this family three doors down, they literally, they have four kids, both parents laid off. They're not going to have any money. I already know they live paycheck to paycheck. I'm going to have to pick up my phone and call my life group at Radiant Life Church, family, friends that go to Radiant Life Church and say, hey, let's join in together. This family literally will not have groceries for the next week. Right. And that's where we, we may have to begin to think big also. Right. And I do want to clarify for those of you that are listening. And, and when Ryan mentioned an envelope here a few minutes ago, you're like, what in the world is he talking about? Uh, we, we did an initiative uh, paired with today's message. Uh, where families from our from our, within our church family uh, receive just an envelope with with a small amount of, in a sense, what we call seed money, right? Yeah. Uh, to to try to uh, light the fire of generosity. However, uh, even if you did not receive one of those envelopes, that you're not, <laughs> don't think, oh well, I guess I don't I don't have to do this, right? This is this is a challenge, especially for those of us who are Jesus followers, right? Absolutely, I mean, this absolutely, is, it's a challenge for all of us to actually live out our faith. You know, when, when people are hurting, they want, they want to see, they don't, they don't just want to hear your mouth talk about their faith, your faith. They want to see your faith in action. And if we actually go out and be generous and love on people during this time, they're going to see God through your acts. Yeah, yeah. So let's, let's talk just and kind of as we get closer to wrapping this up. You know, for a long time, right, it seems that both people who are part of a church and people in the community at large who they might not really have any sort of connection to the church, they still view the church as kind of a hub to have needs met. You know, I mean, again, we, we get, we get calls, we have walk-ins, you know, of people looking, Hey, I need help paying my bills. Hey, I need this. I need this. And, and there's this perception that the church is the hub. This is where they should go when they have a need. In what ways is this perspective, this mindset, good? And in what ways is this not a wholly accurate view of what the church is supposed to be? That's uh, a great question. In one way, it's good because people know that when I'm hurting or when I'm hopeless, there's something inside of them that says run to the church. And that's what we should be. We should be a place of hope and healing for people. And so that's the good thing is they realize whether they're churched or unchurched or the de-churched, they're running to the church. They know these people have a heart to help. And so that's the good thing. The inaccurate perhaps view is we have made uh, the idea that the church is the building. And this is what even with with my kids, uh, I don't like to even say I'm going to church 
because that's instilling in them in a small way bad theology to say the building's the church, and it's not. We, the people, are the church collectively. And so when people want to run to the church, what that means is they're running to the building in hopes that someone will help them, which is awesome. That's the right view that the church, but what's more important is that we, the people, are filling the needs. And so if your neighbor, you know, is out of gas and they're going to run to the church and you know it, go, go fill their gas tank up for them. Go be the church. If your neighbor or someone you know, you know, their power gets shut off, they're probably, that person's going to run to a church somewhere in your community um, and ask for money to get their power back on because we want their power back on. Right. But go and help them in some sort of way and be the church rather than thinking the church is this building because we can have church anywhere. And wherever the people are, the presence of God, we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. The presence of God is with us. So wherever we go, we take the presence of God with us. And people need to understand that, hey, it's not just this building that sits on this street with this address. It's not a permanent location. Woo, it's a movement of people of the church of God in general to help out in massive ways. Which, I mean, we're definitely seeing that with COVID-19. I mean, oh, church, yeah. churches all across America and, again, potentially all around the world are sitting mostly empty yep. you know, during, during the week because, <laughs> yeah. because we, we can't gather. Right. Uh, yet uh, that hasn't stopped the, the functions Ooh, that's of, good. The, of the church. No, I mean, it's definitely different even in here on Sunday morning, right? Like, I was getting passionate and fired up this, this past Sunday and— it was like, I know it was Holy Spirit moments and stuff, but it's like, I'm looking at empty seats though, right? But I know there's people on the other side of that camera like, man, Holy Spirit, do something across this lens right here. Um, but it doesn't stop the church. I mean, we're not having services. And I've said this from the moment that we had to go stream services. You can't cancel church. We're the church. Uh, we're just, we've shifted our services from together in person to online it's just a shifting in the worship service but we the people are the church and you cannot stop us yeah yeah so hey just uh one last one last question for for the person who's listening and or watching and they're like i i don't even know where to start like i don't i don't know how to be generous i don't know what that means like unpack just real quick kind of the idea of of time, touch, treasure, you know, that, that type of thing to give them a little bit of a, a primer, you know, just again, we, we've been talking about this here, here this morning, but just to kind of like wrap it up, uh, give them that, that, that four point boom, 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 boom of, of ways that they can start to be generous. I mean, even today, I mean, it's not something that you've got to necessarily. Right. <laughs> now we have, um, here at Radiant Life, we have four T's that we can be compassion to people and show generosity. And the four T's are your time, treasure, your touch, and your talent. And so your time is, obviously, that's probably one of the most self-explanatory, um, time. Just how can you bless and be generous with your time with someone? A lot of people, just they just want an ear. Like they, they have a heavy heart, and they just want someone to listen to them. So can you be generous with your time and just be a listening ear to someone? 
can you be generous with your time? Cause they have to go to a doctor's appointment and they have nowhere. They can't get there. You can be generous with your time and pick them up and take them. And that's generosity. So that first T is time. The second is treasure, which is, that is the financial side of things. Again, there is, um, generosity is not all treasure, but there is an aspect to it. And so bless people with, with financial resources. If you have them, uh, the, the treasure, um, you have your touch. The third T is touch. And that's just, uh, well, I kind of incorporated that with time a little bit, but what's a way to serve someone? Like we impact a, a little while ago, like go mow their yard. Um, how can you go shop their groceries? Just, a, just a, a beautiful touch of service to them. And then that last is your talents. Like God has given all of us talents. We're all talented some way, somehow. Others of us are really good at mowing the lawn. Like if you're like me, straight lines, man, straight lines. You well, got to see the lines. Whereas you do not want me to come and mow your lawn. <laughs> you do you not would. mow in circles or whatever. There is a pattern there. Are You got to see the dark line and the light line. Um, but what are ways that just God has gifted you with your talents that you can bless? Like JB for us in our worship team, we're, we're blessed. I mean, you don't want me leading worship. Uh, I mean, you can ask any of the staff. You do not want me to sing. I'm, I like to sing an acapella sometimes, or what's that? Hi, falsetto. That's right. Although that you, ha, you have been known at times to come into the worship center and just wail on the drums. That is true. But <laughs> I have no music bone in my body, but JB and his family have led us so well, and they're talented um, and just being generous to lead us in worship during COVID-19 and this time. So think about where, where your passion, because sometimes your passion and talents, when they can collide, oh my goodness, and so think about that and realize, wow, I'm really, God has gifted me. I am talented this way. How can I use it to bless other people? And maybe for some of us that are on the other side that may have been laid off and may have extra time on our hands, maybe this is a time to sit back and really think, how has God blessed me? Where am I talented? Where am I passionate? And how can I use those during this time to be generous to people? Right, because if you're a follower of Jesus, again, it's not really... I don't, want, I don't want to sound legalistic or harsh, but it's not that we like, oh, I think I'll be generous, <clears throat> right? We're, we're called to live into that, right? We are called to live like Jesus, yeah. right? and, and, and being generous is, is a part of that. So That's really, I, I mean, I made that statement. Generosity is a lifestyle. It's not, we don't get to pick and choose when we are to be generous. It's a lifestyle. It should be on us every single day. No matter whether we wake up and we're going to be at home forever or we're going to wake up and go to work, whatever it is, generosity should always follow us. Yeah, yeah. So be on the lookout, man. As you go into the week, as you as you go about your day-to-day routine, whatever that looks like and, and however that got jacked up with, with COVID-19, uh, be on the lookout for opportunities to be generous to the people around you and be listening for the Holy Spirit's voice. He will prompt and lead and guide us. Man, maybe you're maybe you're gonna see somebody at the grocery store and, and you're gonna just get this sense of like, man, you need to go pay for that person's groceries. And and you're like, well, where did that come from? Man, what if that's Holy Spirit? And he just wants to bless that person. He wants to include you in blessing that person. So just be on the lookout for those opportunities. Again, <clears throat> and it's not always money, right? It might might be the time or the talent or the touch. Although, you know, social distancing, you've got to be, gotta be yeah, a little, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> a little, yep. a little careful with the feet. touch. We have right. to. We want to abide by what they set. That's so. right. But yeah, be on, be on the lookout for those opportunities. And again, really 
we want to inspire generosity in 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 us, right? This is this is good for us. This isn't just for everyone listening. This is for us as well. Uh, but we just want to give you guys tools and and kind of hopefully inspire you to start to love on people the way God loves us. So, Ryan, anything else you want to say before we close out this first uh, episode here? I just hope that something in this conversation sparks a movement where we can have a ripple effect and have an incredible impact on our community for God and just for those that are hopeless, hurting, broken, that they can have a little glimmer of the kingdom of heaven crashing into their world because we have chosen to be generous. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, hey, I'm Josh. This is Ryan. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed it. Want to encourage you to go ahead and subscribe. This way, you know, as we create more episodes here on Radiant Reflections, uh, that you have a, a, a good link to that. And also, we would love your feedback. We want to make sure that this is is helpful material, that this is is relevant to your life. So go ahead and rate the podcast. And then if it's something that you enjoyed, go ahead and share that. You know, if, if there are people that you think would be be blessed by this, Go ahead and send it their way. Thanks for listening to Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. We hope today's edition of Radiant Reflections has helped you live like Jesus and share his love with your family, friends, and neighbors. To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast. When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.